We're back with another episode of Business Partner Partners. I'm Chrissy. I'm Ryan. And it is 2023. Four. You just messed up the only line. The only rehearsed May line. All <laughs> acquaintance be forgotten. <laughs> no, that's a copyright strike, probably. It was short enough. That's it good. has to be a certain length. Wow. Not even I could tell it was 2024. I remember in school, remember when you'd go back it to take school so long after, to or like, after the new year? Or like checks, catch. when you wrote checks back in the day? Yeah. I still write a few checks a month. Well, so this is our first recording of the new year. We mm-hmm. did release one last week that we had recorded ahead of time, mm-hmm. like Wise People, with yeah. Matt and Jen from Dapper and Landmark. If you haven't listened, go listen. It's good. And the one with Mikey the week before that was one of my favorite ones. I'm yeah. biased, but... yeah. So we wanted to take the first episode of the new year, just us two. Of which year? Of 2024. Got it. To reflect on 2023 and talk about what we are looking forward to in 2024. Ryan and I have very differing opinions when it comes to goal setting and or like reflection or like making plans for the new year. He is hardcore. No, it doesn't work. Don't do it. And I'm like, I want to set 1,000 goals. I'm good at goals. I just don't do them around an arbitrary time where the okay, do you earth have any is goals spinning around. The earth is moving around the sun. I got a lot of goals, not particularly that started a few days ago, though. Okay, great. Also, this is something we're not very good at, like looking back and celebrating wins. And, yeah. like, and you're particularly bad at... Uh, like, tell me what I'm bad at. You are, you, well, you know this, you're bad at like, you look at today and you're not good at like, what have the last 12 months looked like and, and what has changed over that time and gotten better. So this yeah. is good. So as we're going over this, we want to encourage all our listeners, if you're running a small business with your spouse and or by yourself or planning on it, um, take our, take our kind of cues of how we're reflecting and looking back and also making plans for the future and Take what we're saying to to kind of tailor it to what would fit your reflections and goals too. So hopefully this is a good reminder for everybody to do that and to celebrate the wins and to look forward to new wins in 2024. New wins. All right. So I, I think we're just going to kind of take turns. So romantic. So I have <laughs> taking turns. It's romantic. That's what we teach our children. <laughs> take turns. It's romantic. Okay, so I have some personal ones, and I have oh, some mountain goat ones. I didn't know we were doing personal. Well, you better get personal. Okay, so let's start with... I'm going to let you start, actually, oh. because I have more, I think. Yeah, mine are probably more boring, too, so it'll you'll help spice things up yeah. a little bit. Um, like what's a 2023 20, win? So there's lots. Um, the one I'm going to start with, this one's been one that... People around the shop will probably recognize, but maybe not the degree to which it was a win and excitement. And so the new space. Mm. So if you're not familiar with Mountain Goat, even if you are, there is the main kind of shop area, like a bit, you know, everything's just kind of one big room. There are, you know, there's a small kitchen, there's a conference room that we use and people can reserve. And then there's like a slightly separated space that initially was going to be a bike shop. And we've talked about this on previous episodes, but... And it was a bike shop for... It, it was. Three years. Yeah. And so when we initially planned to open the shop, I was still... The intention was that I would be working there full time and kind of running things. And so I have some experience in that area. Um, I've worked on, you know, all of GOAT, the nonprofit's bikes for years. And we, we had a little space in the old climbing gym where Joey and I worked on those. 
And so I was going to kind of lead that. And so by the nature of me immediately jumping ship to a new career as we opened, it always just kind of, it, it kind of worked, but it kind of didn't. And so initially it was like a bike shop where me and a couple people worked on bikes that came in. It wasn't like a full-time shop because it was first open and was just growing. Um, then, you know, during COVID things happened, we, for a season only worked on mountain goats bikes, I mean on goats bikes. So the, the bikes that our kids use, you know, they take them out almost every day of the summer and just trash them, which is what they're supposed to do, right? I'm going to pause you right now because you're talking like everybody knows our kids, you're saying these are the, the, the bikes that our kids The goat students. So goat, if you haven't listened to any past ones, goats, the nonprofit that mountain goat supports, and they do a lot of outdoor adventure trips on bikes in the summer. Yeah. So we were working on. We were using that space to work on goat bikes yeah. only. And so these are kids that have usually ridden bikes, but they've always been told, you know, like stay on the sidewalk or the road or something not bumpy. And now we're like, hey, let's go on the bumpy stuff and trash these bikes. And that's exactly what they do, which is the intention. But it just means they need a lot of attention and work. And so for a while, that's what we were doing. So some of the goat staff, myself, some volunteers were working on goat bikes. Um, kind of coming out of the pandemic, we found uh, a guy to kind of help run the shop and um, and, and that worked well for a while. It was kind of a weird motion of like, it didn't mesh well with the cafe side of things. And so that didn't really work. He kind of got another opportunity and moved on. And so it's kind of just sat as bike storage and like people bring parts and, and their goat bikes being in all sorts of phases of being worked on. The last year, it was storage for the, the horse trailer that we served waffles out of, which really kind of made it useless and just kind of collect even more junk. And so it was really like, kind of just like a garage or like a junk room in your house, but in a coffee shop. And so it really, it, it was fine with the trailer in there, but it didn't really fit the vibe of the place. And so over the course of the past few months, we worked with the girls that work at the shop and kind of tossed around some ideas. And so we basically converted it into more seating. And we kind of jokingly refer to it as the library because, you know, our staff love reading. And so they've put a little library in where there's books. You can read a book while you're there. You can bring a book, leave a book, all kinds of stuff. But it's kind of, it's really cool. I, I think it turned out really well in that it's it's part of the main space. It's still part of the cafe and bar, but it's it's different. Like it's a little bit. It's Some not, people have called it a side lounge. It is like, like a side well. lounge. It's got it's got much. It's got more smaller tables, like two tops. There's a church pew along one side. It's the old front row pew of um, Eastland Baptist Church before New Spring re- renovated it. Um, and it's got more outlets, which is really nice. If you've worked in coffee shops, you know that finding an outlet is always tough, especially in our place where. There's no outlets in the middle of the room, so people are dragging cords around. And then also we did we closed the back end for some storage space, so we have much better room now for T-shirts and hats and inventory and you know raw materials for waffles and things like that. So it's been really good. So that was really for me personally, that was a really nice thing to kind of decide what it was going to be and, and do it. And, and it's kind of it. like the end of a season. I feel like when we started Mountain Goat it being a bike shop was like a big part of the identity. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's kind of just been hanging over your head of like, is it a bike shop? People are always like, do you used to go, do you also work on bikes? It's like still sitting on our website for a while. So I feel like it's good closure. And honestly, the timing lined up really well for how busy we've been getting specifically on Saturdays, Saturday mornings, like around that 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. when we have the big rush of people coming to get Saturday brunch, having that extra seating has been crucial. We I don't I don't know where people would have gone otherwise. Yeah, and it also, timing-wise, worked really well with the goat side of things because they just moved into a huge facility 
across towns. They've got 16,000 square feet. It's among all the different organizations that are part of Lead Collective. But GOAT has its own dedicated space, a bike shop, a place to store the bikes so they can work on them and store them in the same place. They've got their separate entrance and exit where they can load everything. So kind of worked out well for everybody. So the, the bike shop, all the tools, all the parts have all moved over to the new GOAT space. And so they'll be able to work on their bikes still. So everybody kind of came out on top. Great. Moving on. <laughs> Another a win that I have listed. Chrissy's turn. Is having two staff on at uh, all times. That's big time. So going back, when we first opened Mountain Goat in 2018, for the longest time, we only had one staff on like making drinks just because that was... That was how busy we were, and that was the need that we had. And we and would have one staff in the shop at all times. And staffing's expensive. And staffing's expensive. And so, actually, the reason that we... So, more consistently, we've had multiple people in the mornings, but the afternoons had still been a little bit slower. But the reason that we really started doing staff, uh, multiple staff in the afternoons was kind of a negative thing of what, what the impetus was. And it was because we had had some interactions with some people in the neighborhood and we, we really wanted to make our staff feel more supported and safe when they were there. Yeah. And so having two staff on at a time, it just makes them feel better. It's a huge win for me personally, because as someone who has worked at different jobs, a lot of different retail and restaurant jobs, so much of job satisfaction is who you're with. Yeah. And getting those interactions and getting to hang out and getting to know. And I felt very passionately that I wanted our staff to not only be good coworkers, but also be friends. And not in the sense that they're like necessarily hanging out outside all the time, which that has happened some. But I want them to be able to know about each other's lives and chat and not be like nonstop. Like we're just, we're banging out coffees this whole time. When we have a slow, that's just, that's more of our vibe. So when we have a slower pace, I'm happy for them to talk about like, what books they've been reading? What are they doing? You know, like always books. Like who are you dating right now? You know, I don't <laughs> think they really talked about that that much. Anyways, please. Um, but I feel like that's been really happy for me, and just as with building community within the staff as well of being able to have two staff on at all times, and it's something that if you would have told me this like three years ago, like you're gonna need this in 2023, I'd have been like, I don't know. So that's a really big win for me is that we've needed multiple staff at all hours of, of the times we're open. So we're open 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and then 8 to 5 on Saturday. And so, like I said, the afternoon slots were the ones that we still only kind of needed one, one at a time. But we, it's kind of ma like the, the people coming in the door has kind of matched the fact that we need two people too. So it, the timing really worked out nicely. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback on that with one of my wins now. Okay. Because it's kind of similar. It, I mean, the staff in general, I think, is a win. Um, not to say that our staff in the past has not been good, but the, the group that we have right now, to your point, really, I mean, honestly, just like love each other and work together really well as a team and, and really feel like a part of our family at this point. And so that's, you know, like you said, that's a win from multiple things, but also, you know, one, there's a couple of wins of, of the staffing in general and the, having multiple people around. One being, you know, I have a daughter and a wife, as is very obvious, you're here. Um, but, you know, that like, there were times where I was concerned with them, not concerned, nothing ever happened, but like, I, I don't love them locking up and leaving in the dark alone. Mm -hmm. And so it mitigated a lot of that because there were seasons where 
you know, if someone, if we didn't have enough people to schedule to, or we didn't have someone closing, like I would drive, drive over there and just kind of sit for a minute, kind of help them finish closing up and then walk out with them just so they're not leaving alone. So like, even from my perspective, I haven't had to do that in a long time. Yeah. I'll always still do it if we need it. Like if something happens, um, but that's really helpful. So that's been like a nice win for me is like, I really haven't, don't remember the last time I had to do that. Um, additionally, there are some wins, you know, as far as the things that I do, right? So my role has, has very much changed over the years. I'm not operationally as involved, but I do a lot of the kind of handyman type things. And then even just like with the, with the beer and the kegs and like, there are different things like that. And so for me, having two staff around is also really helpful because, you know, it's busy on a Friday night and a a bunch of kegs, you know, tap and we have to put more kegs on and the person there hasn't changed kegs out as much. And so typically that would be something where they might call me and ask or like might ask you, but having multiples there, there's often someone who's done that more. And so Mm -hmm. it's really helpful where I feel like it cuts down on the calls we get because instead of like, Oh gosh, I got to figure out how to do this or like, I don't remember exactly how to do it. And it's well-intentioned, right? Like they don't want to do it where it's going to like run the the airlines dry and then like, you know, run all the air out. And so like, having someone there that they can say like, Hey, do you know, do you feel more comfortable with this? Like, I think it's much better learning. And just from your your point of view, like, like what you said earlier, it just really helps build that where it's like, they don't feel like they have to ask us things. There's someone else there they can ask. Um, the other way that I have felt that a lot personally in the last year, and this, I'm still piggybacking on the staff thing, but this is probably, this probably like spans a couple of wins that we'll discuss. Um, is just like between the staff and then between you, doing so much more and like getting processes under control. We've talked about this before, but I have a day job and I've the last year I traveled a lot for work, you know? So there were, you know, I I would say at least once a month, some months, multiple weeks a month, I was out of town during the week. And that used to be really stressful when I would travel for work. It was like, Oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm either at a conference or I'm meeting with a customer or I'm, you know, doing a team offsite. And the back of my mind, it's always like, I got to have my phone near me because what if something happens at the shop? Like I've got to walk someone through that. And so, in the last six months is probably the most I've traveled for work ever. And I don't really think I've gotten any calls outside of like, Hey, you didn't order enough kegs this week. Can you order extra kegs of beer for like the next delivery? And so like small things like that versus like, Hey, this is fully broken. This is leaking. This outlet's not working like this waffle iron caught on fire. Like all those things I feel like have, have kind of subsided. So that was a big win for me, like being able to, you know, while I'm traveling for work, focus on the job that I'm, that I'm actually traveling for versus like the back of my mind being like, uh, when are they going to call and tell me what broke? So mm-hmm. big that's win good. for me. All right. Back to you. Even back. though I kind of stole your one of yours. That, that's fine. I think, ooh, let's see. This is kind of vague and broad, but I feel like in the past <laughs> year I have, um, actually I'm going to say that one. One of the wins <laughs> from 2023 is I took over all the account, the QuickBooks from Ryan and so I do all the categorizing of expenses and kind of looking at the budget every month. Praise the Lord. And one of the things that I started doing, doing this year is meeting with our accountant monthly. And that's been a big win of, first of all, encouraging me to be like stay on top of categorizing everything, being more aware of what we're spending money on. And then also just sitting down with him monthly to say like, okay, this is why we kind of spent a lot on shop supplies this month. This is why we spent a lot on, um, merchandise. This is where we spent a lot on, you know, fixing things. And so I feel like this year, and I'll talk about this in a minute with goals for this year, this coming year, but this past year, I'm doing goals for this year too. I didn't do goals for this year. I told you that. (laughs) And so 
this past year we've been able to kind of say, just have a, a, an overall better understanding of what money is coming and going. And I feel like yeah. that's been a big win. Yeah. That's always a win. And I'll say, I'll say my other one too, because two for one, two for one. Part of that is also, I don't know that I can say like a lot of detail around this. Not that I'm being mysterious, but I think it's all like kind of under surface stuff, but I feel like I've really started to enjoy mountain good again in 2023. And I think that's a mixture of our staff, our customers, things getting busier being more consistent, having multiple staff on at a time. I think there's a, a lot of factors. Also, both of our kids being in school full time and not feeling like I'm just and fully at, and at the same school. Yeah, and not fully pulled from in different directions. But I feel like that's just a general one I kind of wanted to say is I feel like I've started to enjoy our business again in this past year and I'm excited about enjoying it more hopefully next year. That was that so that's my biggest win is and I wrote this down as your resilience Aww. is the way I put it. So, so romantic, That's so this nice. podcast thing. Taking turns. Yeah, just gazing into my wife's eyes across microphones and headphones. Um, no, but I, to unpack that a little bit, what I'm kind of referring to is just, and I think you would agree with this, but, you know, we've, we've hit on this in multiple episodes at this point, but this was kind of thrust upon you. And so it's, we kind of mentioned in a couple episodes back, like it's gone from being my thing that you help with to like your thing that I kind of help with. And (laughs) (laughs) when the toilet's leaking, whatever I help with, but seeing like we've even had a thing this week, I think we can talk about this. We had someone leave a Google review that literally said we should fire Chrissy, that she was rude. (laughs) And I think, I think if that had happened a year ago, it would have like kind of wrecked you of like, oh my gosh, like, what did I do? What happened? Like, is this person hate us? Is everyone going to see this and hate us? And like, to tell everyone in here, like I saw it a month ago and didn't tell you. Cause I was like, Oh man, like, I don't know. She's going to take a spiral. And so I told you yesterday and you were like, no, no, you did not tell me yesterday. Well, it came I up. discovered it. It came up. But like your response to that, it was like, this is awesome. Like, this is hilarious. Like I'm getting called out by name. It's also hilarious to like say you should fire the like owner of the company. <laughs> it's like, they're not like a public company where like oust the CEO, but that <laughs> just like, a coup, a coup. <laughs> even just like that as a microcosm of, of everything, you know, yeah. like, you know, I think like staffing issues and like, uh, and, and we talked about this in the episode, I think where Eric interviewed us, like I've typically been the more like, this is going to be fine. We'll figure it out. Your least favorite phrase. Mm-hmm. And I think you're kind of getting some of that now. So I think yeah. that's been, that's been really good. And like, you know, understanding that there are hard decisions, but the hard decisions are good decisions and they're, they're the best for our business, even yeah. if they're hard and even if they're not things you want to do. And that's the, I think that's one of the like, cruxes of running a business is like yeah. making the hard decisions are the good decisions. Kind of relates to a post that I put on our BPP Instagram. If you don't follow it, it's at business partner partners. But I put that earlier in the fall last year as get off the roller coaster and get on the lazy river. And I'm a lazy river guy through and through. I've I'm very emotional with things that happen from day to day, moment to moment. I can be on a high and I can be in a low with a business. And if you, if you're a small business owner and you get this, you're, you're riding the roller coaster a lot. And I really feel like I can look back on this year and pinpoint specific times where in the past I would have been a wreck. Yeah. But this past year I've been able to like step back and be like, this is not make or break. This is going to resolve and because we've had so many instances already this year that have 
Like there are so many instances in the businesses where I have kind of freaked out and spiraled. We just learned. And then you look back and you're like, that was resolved and it was resolvable. And so learning from that, being able to put in practice though, when things are a problem. Yeah. It's, it's been a, a big learning experience for I me. I mean, I think we even have less text conversations during the day where I, I used to pretty frequently like say like, I'm here for the roller coaster, you know, yeah. like as a response, like I'm here to ride, like you're te- like, I would get off a meeting and look at my phone and there's like 10 texts that are like highest of high, lowest of low. Like yeah. is, this is going great. Like, should we close it down? Like the back to back to back. Well, sometimes I also, you, even though like I'm mentally not as much on the roller coaster as I would have been. Sometimes I have to like get it all out yeah, to yeah. you. So I'm like, I know I can't say this to this person, but this is what I would say. But it's cool. It's fine. But also I want to say this. So, but I'm also not letting it like affect me as much as it would. Like, especially with just like when I pick the kids up from school, I don't want to be stressed about something yeah. being broken at Mountain Goat. So being able to kind of compartmentalize, I've learned that a little bit better in 2023 so i'm glad that you yeah. recognize so the that. mental image is you on a roller coaster going up and down and like throwing things at me while i'm just like floating in with an umbrella drink in a lazy river yeah i'm on the lazy river now not not quite you're th- you're trying to get there you're on splash mountain you're between a roller coaster and lazy river mm-hmm. I, so my goal for 2024 i think now is to put a lazy river around mountain goat should we do that do you know what this actually <laughs> reminds me of a dream i had last night we were we broke into somebody's house on their property and they had a moat around their house. It yeah, was should like we do that at Mountain Goat? Wow. We I were... thought, I, this was a joke. I thought you were just going to shut me down immediately. No, I'm, I'm here for a lazy river. <laughs> All right. Coming in 2024, Mountain Goat, lazy river. <laughs> Honestly, it's not a bad idea. We can pass the beers out the window. People yeah. can sip as they... That's my dream. Okay, great. Let's do it. Okay. Another win of 2023 is starting a podcast. Look at us. Look at us. So I feel like it's something that a lot of people talk about and don't do. And we, it took us, it's, it would have been easy to not. It's, it took us a lot longer to start than even we intentioned. I mean, like from the point of saying like, we should do this to even like buying the equipment, like the equipment just sat in the corner for a while before yeah. it was like, I was like, we have to do this and like throw one over the fence. And you're like, we'll do it soon. Well, I, yeah, I think that I really wanted the kids to be back in school. I wanted to start our business partner partners Instagram before we released an episode. So I feel like there's a lot of things that we had to have in place. And we also wanted to record a bunch before we put it out. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm proud of us for doing it and sticking to it and starting something, you know, no matter how long it lasts or how beneficial it is or how many people listen. This is our 11th, this is our 11th episode too. Let's go. 90% of podcasts never make it past 10 episodes. So we're in the top 10% already. Look at us. I mean, and also probably in quality. Yeah. (laughs) Top 10. Yeah. Top 10%. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks to us. Great. Okay. Let's talk about, I want to talk, I'm going to go over my personal wins of 2023. You're just skipping over mine? No, you can, I'm going to do all of mine and then you can do your personal wins. Okay. So I'm going to start. I I don't have any personal, I didn't know personal was part of it. You don't have any personal wins. I've had some personal wins, but I've still got business wins. Oh, you do? I'm going to lump a couple in together. Okay. Go for it. So let's, let's hear some more business. Ones. These are some really, these are like, these are for most people, the most boring things in the world. But for me, and I would say like for our staff, like just so exciting. And we talked about some of these before. These were in like the money spending episode, some of them. So like in the past 12 months, we used to have cords just dangling all behind the bar because like our electrical situation is fraught and 
they were just things that was like when we opened or like when we added something, it's like, just run this cord across behind the bar. I'll fix it later. And it just never, you just, you just live with it. And then, so like I replaced all those cords. There's nothing behind the bar. They can actually roll things now. No one's, there's no trip hazards. And it's like, even that is like, you know, I just put in some extra outlets, ran a couple extra circuits and like things don't, breakers aren't popping all the time and like cords aren't everywhere. And like, that's the kind of thing that I get excited about, like when it's finally done, but it's really funny. We talked about this on the money episode, like the staff are just like geeked when that happens too. They're like, Oh my gosh, the cords are gone. Or like when I fix the sink, like the hand wash sink, it's like, Oh my gosh, the sink is here. Like they're just so excited. And I'm not waking up in the one night thinking about a, um, lost personal injury. Yeah, exactly. And so no workers. So there's that. So like the, the electrical situation is, is much better. The roof has been replaced. I'm not like coming in and fi- we putting... replaced the roof this year. Yeah. Wow. And so like buckets are not being placed all over the place. We fixed some of the siding. There was like some yeah. old openings. One is where we were broken into at one point. And so like mm. those are all been covered with siding now. Um, what the, the storage room that I built again, a small thing, but like, and it's like a tiny room with a few shelves and like I built it and the staff are like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. And now it's completely full somehow. Yeah. I don't know where that stuff was before, but there's just like a lot of small things like that. Um, yeah. that like, are things that you just, it's like in that, it's like in your house. Like when you go to sell your house, you fix all the small things. You're like, why don't we do this sooner? It's like, the, we yeah. did a bunch of those things this year. I feel like, um, just like small, yeah, just like small quality of life things that just like, like moving the pew indoors. Like that yeah. was big. Um, and then there was one more thing I was going to put on that and I can't remember what it was. Let me look at my list. Um, oh, this is kind of part of that, but not really, but I would like to celebrate that in 2023, we were not broken into one single time. Oh shoot! Big I'm one for me. I feel stressed that you said that, but I don't believe in karma. I get the, I get the. Um, we have some some cameras around that recognize the difference in like motion and a person, and so I get the notifications on my phone, twenty four hours a day if the camera spots a person. Not when we're open, obviously, because there's people around. But when we're closed, I get a notification if it sees a person. It's gotten worse at that somehow. So like a car will drive by and it's like they, we see a person in the dining main dining room. And I'm like, oh, I got to get in the car and go over there, and it's just a car driving by. Oh so, shoot! So no break-ins was a big one for me. Oh, that's so depressing. <laughs> it's great. It's a win. Okay. I'm going to say my personal ones now. Okay. So I don't think I have any more business ones. Personal. I started playing tennis this year. 2023. Pickleball? No, tennis. <laughs> Are you sure? That's annoying. <laughs> okay. So I started playing tennis this year. Something for myself. A little side thing that just only brings me joy. All I have to think about is hit bounce hit that's not hit, true i'm gonna bounce hit i'm gonna unpack this for the people chrissy did not just start playing tennis you are fairly convinced you are going to be a professional tennis player eventually no this is dumb people are gonna believe that i really think that ryan thinks that i think that i don't <laughs> i did read carrie soto and she um the come i don't know if y'all read that carrie soto by taylor jenkins read it's about a 37 year old which is how old i am making her tennis come back and it was really inspiring but I am not convinced I'm going to be on the tour, but I just love it. Anyways, <laughs> I'm not going to let you um, embarrass me anymore. We also, this personally in our house, we renovated our house from 2022 to 2023. Lived with my parents in their basement in a room, all four of us, bunk beds and a queen bed. And in March of 2023, we moved back into our house. Big time. So being adults again, living in our house. And being out on our own. Yeah. Being out on our own. Um, no more curfew. Another win. This is kind of personally slash business. I did a lot less mountain goat work this past summer. And part of that was passing 
passing some tasks off to Georgia that I had been doing. Go Georgia. Team um, Georgia. And just really trusting the staff more to like keep it going and keep it flowing. And it was awesome and it was successful and I was very thankful for that. So I think that. I mean, like we said, all the staff great, but Georgia and Grace are keeping us sane. Yeah. There are only two like full-time staff. Mm -hmm. And then another thing I did in 2023 (laughs) is started doing Bunko at Mountain Goat. Yeah. So Bunko is like an, Old lady dice game. Old and, lady dice game. <laughs> and I think it's just a dice game. Yeah, it is a dice game. Yeah. But you don't, ha- of, you don't have to be an old lady to play. You don't have to be an old lady. Yeah. But I really felt like I wanted to use Mountain Goat more for personal joy. Personal and so joy. Um, a lot of the moms at like the local elementary school I invited, just random friends <laughs> to. And so once a month we try to play Bunko and it's just a fun time to get together and play a game that has no consequences and it's just just fun I love I think one of my gifts is gathering people and so Mm. being able to tap into that more and use the space that we have because of this business it's kind of just like a little side perk so started Bunko in 2023 any personal other personal wins you want to discuss personal wins you could probably figure this out for me better than I could I'm not in the same way that you, in a different way, but the same way, the same way that you like kind of gloss over things in the past, I think I just like act like everything in the past is fine, mostly. Well, it's not that it wasn't fine, but. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So I, I don't have anything in particular. I think moving, I guess this is maybe a good shift into the 2024 goals. So this is kind of like a 2023 into 2024. We, again, I mentioned this earlier, but I have a day job. I work for a software company outside of Mountain Goat. That's what I actually do. Mountain Goat's just like when I have time. And last year I changed jobs twice. So I changed jobs mm-hmm. to a new company. Six months later, I actually came back to my old company. So um, that so was a win getting settled again. A win getting settled. That was a good, it was a great learning experience. In a different role. Yeah, different role, different team, something I've never done before. Um, still don't know what I want to be when I grow up, but really, really enjoying what I'm doing now and learned a ton over the last year about, you know, different, different companies, different styles of leadership, working for different teams, doing different roles. So I think my goal for 2024 is to have one job the whole year. Nice. And not have to change jobs and insurance and computers and things like that. Another, <laughs> another win for 2023 is you earned 100,000 Delta miles. I did. I got. I, did, well, I got a lot of miles for all the travel, so we can. Speaking do of all the travel that Ryan had been doing, I don't know if that's a lot, but it feels like a lot. Feels great to me. More than you've ever had. Okay, I want to talk about goals for twenty twenty four. Yeah, let's do it because you got them. I got them. Okay, so I love goals. I love. I think I also like the mindset of like a New Year's reset more than like goals for some reason. I really do feel energized by like 2024 starting. Like it feels refreshing to me. And so instead of being like. That's because we just cleaned up Christmas decorations today. No, it, <laughs> it's it's about it being January 1. And I write down on like, I have like a legal pad right here. And I wrote down all these categories that I want to set goals in. So I set the goal areas of personal, mountain goat, and business partner partners. Under personal, I had home goals, health goals, family goals, mar- marriage goals, parenting goals, spiritual, budget, and I like to set up what would be an ideal day, week, and month. Mm. Like if I were to if I were to be able to fully design it, what would it look like? And what would each day include? What would each week include? 
And so I kind of just did a bunch of scribbling and came up with some, some goals that I wanted to share. I'll start with mountain goat ones and they are, wow, this is quite a list. You're flipping pages. Yeah, no, it's not that much. They are, are any of them two and a half items long. No, <laughs> all of Chrissy's to do all of Chrissy's shopping lists or to do lists are like, she starts writing something down when she has two and a half things to write and then it never grows beyond two and a half things. It feels like after two is when you have to start writing things down. I'm going to forget <laughs> it. Okay. So a mountain goat goal is we pay square for access to loyalty, email, sign up. And so I really want to take advantage of that and send out a mountain goat newsletter two times a month. So that's one of my goals. If for you it. have thoughts on what you'd want to know in a newsletter, hit us up. No, this is for the mouth. So I want to start uh, the business partner partners goal is to start the newsletter for, for that. But also for mountain goat, I want to send at least two a month. Yeah. But people listening, if they're like, Oh man, this, you should put the, this would be yeah. cool for my local coffee shop. Yeah. Tell us. I want to know that Let too. Us know. And you can subscribe to our newsletter. If you go to mountain goats, MTN goat, MTN goat, MTN goat GVL. And go to the link tree. You can subscribe to the newsletter. Anyway, so I'm going to be sitting out two times a month. And I kind of felt like, is that too much from a coffee shop? But then somebody told me they can unsubscribe if they don't like it. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be personal and I want it to be fun, but I want it to be informational. So that's one of my big goals for Mountain Goat. Another goal for Mountain Goat is since the beginning, I've kind of just dabbled with being behind the bar. So I work a lot. I'll run the POS a lot. I'll do the waffles a lot but I haven't mastered latte art. Mm. And that's something I really want to, I want to be confident. You want to be as good as me? No, I want to be as good <laughs> as Georgia. I want to be confident and able to just like do anything that needs to be done as far as drink making goes. And so that's one of my goals this year. And then, so I heard someone say like, you should have a why of, of why you're setting goals. So the newsletter, why is I'm really trying to figure out marketing efforts that aren't Instagram. And so the newsletter is a good one that we have that we mm -hmm. can go straight to people's inbox. And then the why for the latte skills is because if I have this thought of if we have a snow day and staff can't come mm. to work, but we can walk over to mountain goat. It's like a 15 minute walk from here yeah. in the snow uphill both ways <laughs> that our family goes over there and we can open it up and I can make some, awesome drinks and we don't need our staff to come because we don't want them to drive if they don't feel safe driving, yeah. but we could go and we can open up for anybody that could walk over there. And so that's my why of to be able to like, not just that, but to be able to sustain if, if I need to be the one that's, do, that's doing that. I like the idea of learning a skill for just, a snow in, day. just in case for the one snow day we get a year. <laughs> we haven't had a snow day in like two years. I know we need one. We need that one. Another goal for business partner partners. Oh, one trip this year to do an interview with a couple one. outside of states. I want to set a realistic goal, Ryan. I want 10. That's not realistic. So one trip either to Charleston or if you have a hometown you want us to come to, let us know to do some interviews. Um, Cause that's part of what we want to do with business partner partners is to be able to travel and interview of couples. other partners is what you're saying. Yeah. Of yeah. other partners. And so that's a goal. Another mountain goat goal is to update all the handbooks and policies and procedures. Mm. I feel like it kind of just gets all over the place and our staff do a really good job of keeping it and updating it. But I feel like I need to like 
make sure all the information about us in there is correct as well. And that's all my mountain goat goals. I don't want to set too many. Do you have any mountain goat goals this year? My goals are to support your goals. Oh, that's great. I thought of another mountain goat goal. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm meeting with our accountant on Friday. Okay. And then after that, I want to create an annual operating plan for mountain goat. Ooh. So I want to actually, so I kind of said like this past year, we kind of had a, we, we wrapped our mind around how we spend money. But this year I want to create an annual operating plan where I'm setting realistic revenue goals every month and talking about how we can get to them mm-hmm. and involving the staff in reaching those goals as well. Cool. So it'll be broken down into like our different categories of what we get revenue from, any opportunities we see, strengths we have, threats we have. So I'm going to be creating Good old that. SWOT analysis. Good old SWOT. I'm going to be doing that within the next couple of weeks. Um, I have one goal. It's, uh, it's not a goal because I'm not in charge of it. Wait, I wish people would see your face right now. It's an actual roller coaster. So, okay, I have two things. I have one goal I'd like Chris to do, and I'm going to say it, and if you decide that I shouldn't say it, we're just going to beep it out like it's profanity. Okay. But I would like for us to get into packaged waffles. Okay. I'm not going to make you, <laughs> I'm not going to make you bleep that out. Okay. So when I say packaged waffles, I mean, we have, because we're doing waffles, that's another win of 2023. This is the first year we've done waffles every day. Yeah. We literally a year ago, we did not do waffles every day of the week. People still think we don't, which is hilarious. True. But we, because of that, we have like, better consistent motions in place of making dough and and thawing dough and like preparing waffles. And so to your point earlier, if like we have multiple staff around all the time, there is some, some margin there. And so I think to be able to create like cook excess waffles and then package them and distribute them to other coffee shops or groceries, you know, or small shops in town and even maybe out of town eventually, I think will be really cool. We, in the last couple of times we've traveled, we've found these everywhere. Like packaged Liège waffles is a thing. And so I think everywhere. And so I think like, I mean, even Ego makes them now, but I think there's something unique about like them being made locally. So that's, that's something that I can help with the like logistics of like yeah. the FDA labels and things like that, but like still on y'all to cook the waffles. So that's a goal for me. I think that will be something fun to get into. Lego my Liege. Liege my Liege. Does not have as good of a ring to it. Well, we'll get a, we don't have the branding uh, agency that, that Ego does either. <laughs> um, I was going to ask you, what are your goals for me? for Mountain Goat this year? What do you need from me? You didn't know I was going to ask that. I didn't know I was going to ask it until just now either. Yeah. I think that this is also generally vague, but my goal Mm. for you is for you to be realistic about your time. (laughs) What does that mean? I know. So I think one of the biggest frustrations that we've had is if there's tasks that I need you to do and you'll be like, "I'll I'll I'll get to it today. And then I ask you at the end of the day and you're like, Oh, no, I didn't have time. I had so much going on. I think that's really frustrating for me. And so my ex, it's all about expectations. So my expectations were if he says he's going to get to it today, he is. But I've now trained myself that that doesn't, it's not true. <laughs> it's good. And so my goal for you is to when you respond to me about something, to actually think of a realistic time frame and stick to it. Like we are running a business together. Because I feel like you, it's not like, I'm like, will you blow the leaves? That's like something that's like, okay, this is like a house job or whatever. But if it's like something for the business, I'm like, I really need you to get this done. I want you to actually say like, I will do that this week. 
And I want to be able to trust that because at this point I can't trust that. I think it's like just pushed down on your list. Well, yeah, because my job takes priority over this. Right. Um, so so that's why I want you to give me realistic time frames. Okay. I'll get and it. actually stick to it. I'll get everything done by the end of 2024. Great. I'm <laughs> glad this conversation's going well. Um, okay. You good. asked me yeah. what my goal was for you. That's good. That's good. Do you have a goal for me? Um I do. I think you're not going to like this. You don't you don't like when I say things. I think You don't like when I say things. I think I don't know the answer to this, but I think you make things too hard sometimes. Like the other day we were out of town. You're like, I got to make the schedule for last week, or for next week. And then like a couple hours later, you're still doing it. And I don't believe you were just working on the schedule that whole time, but you were like in front of a computer and we were doing something else. And it's like, that shouldn't take that long. You should, we need, if, if something that you're doing regularly is taking that long, that's like a, something we should fix somehow. Some, so there's, there's other things. That's just like a small thing. There's other things like that, that I think you, and you've done better at this of like handing things off to the staff and like trusting them with things because they're really good at that. But I think there are things that you spend more time than you need to on sometimes. Okay. <laughs> I told you you wouldn't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Specifically with that two-hour schedule I was making, it was because I was trying to figure out all of our staff's time off requests and who was going to be back. And it was not just like a – it wasn't just a normal like the week of February 2nd. It was like so, a weird week. Also, was I was doing other win. things. Also, Did you just hit my hand away? <laughs> also, I was doing other things as well. I was messaging staff about uh-huh. availability and et cetera, et cetera. I'll say a big win is – we are on the other side of the holidays, like I'm including Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, all of that. And we, we definitely took a different approach this year where we were like, we're going to prioritize our staff and ourselves and be open what makes sense for the business from like a revenue perspective, but also we're not going to like kill ourselves to stay open. And we made it through all the holidays without any significant issues and all of our staff got the time off that they requested. So to your point, you did, that is, yes, I will concede that, that you, it was a very complicated time to do the schedule and you did a really good job and like everyone felt loved and taken care of and we were able to stay open when we wanted to. Um, And so I think that was a big win. Thank you. Usually that's like a very stressful time with staffing. And so um, I think that's a good way we can love and take care of our staff, but also like take care of the business. And so I think that was, that was a big one. But I'm going to watch you make the schedule next week. There's no holidays coming up, and so we'll see how long it takes. I dare you to watch me. (laughs) I dare you. Okay. I want to say my personal goals because I did ask on Instagram. I said, do you guys want to know personal, business, or both? And what did they say? Everybody said both. Give the people what they want. Personal goals. I already did mine. I want to play tennis twice a week. That's my goal. I want to strength train twice a week. Getting older, bones are getting... More hollow. That's not how bones work. <laughs> I thought it was. No, that's what birds have <laughs> for flying. Oh. oh, man, the old lady and her hollow bones over there. Our bones. <laughs> old bird bones. Okay, they're getting less strong. Fragile. Fragile. And I actually Brittle. bought some 20-pound weights. I haven't used them yet. Did I tell you that? 20? Did I tell you? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> they're on sale. So I bought some. I'm not quite ready for them yet, but I want to... 
I want them to be there when I am ready. Chrissy recently upgraded to 12, pa- 12 pound weights and our son thinks it's hilarious because he's like, I can pick up the 12 pound weights. He picked up the 20 pound <laughs> ones too. Did he? Yeah. He's like, oh, look at me. Anyways. Okay. Another personal goal is, and I also don't want to do a lot of them. I have a lot of reset things from like the categories I listed, but these are some other goals. Um, for the first time, we're going to make our kids do chores this year. Oh yeah. We've randomly like just, I mean, they do stuff around the house, but nothing like standardized, I guess you would say. Your so, chore this week is three shifts behind bar at yeah. Mountain Goat. Um, I did tell May, I was like, if it snows, we'll have to walk to Mountain Goat and work. And she was like, now I got my hopes up so high. She, <laughs> she wants does that love to happen. There. And another, so chore charts. And then another and last one is I want us to date weekly. Date weekly. I think I could do a good job of that. We do. But I think date weekly meaning going out twice a month. And then this is something I haven't told you till now. Oh, gosh. Is staying in and doing a date night once a week. So like. That counts? Yeah. Like that's a weekly date. (laughs) Okay. So not just like putting the kids to bed and like watching Netflix, which you know I love. (laughs) But like putting the kids day and like. Either lighting a candle or the t- on the table and like, lighting a like eating across from each other. It's hella romantic. So much romance <laughs> in this episode. But like just setting the time aside to just like, even if we don't have a ton to talk to about each other, just eating across from each other at the house. So maybe that's a night that you cook steak and onions or something. Oh yeah, I can do that. Cool. I don't know that it needs to be like a specific night of the week, but. All right. Anyways, that's Here it. for it. My goals before we wrap. My, I told I already mentioned my one goal is keep one job for the whole year. Yeah. Uh, my other goal, this is, I'm turning 40 this year. I'm turning 40. Um, which is yes. like a lot. I'm going to run a marathon this year again. Oh, come on. You really do? Yeah. I want to run a marathon before I turn 40. I mean, I've already run one. I've run them before, but like, I want to do one this year. You actually do. Yeah. You want to train for that? And say train. I said I want to run one. You got weights in the basement. Why aren't you going to lift weights? I can do that too. That's part of it. So I'm going to run a marathon. Doesn't that's fine. I I need to be running more. I love running. Running's my favorite, and I don't run enough. <laughs> so I think I need something to be like, I have to run this many times a week, this many miles. So okay. And I want to go to Talladega for my 40th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> this concludes another episode <laughs> of Business Partner Partners. If you have any goals you'd like to give us. Please send them Yeah, share goals and newsletter thoughts. Yeah, share some newsletter thoughts too. Thank you for listening as always. And we will chat with you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye.